Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This conference will now be recorded. Welcome to the Safe and Sound podcast. I am really excited to be bringing you a guest that I have had on the show before. Her name is Susie Siegel. Susie, how are you doing? Doing great, Sean. So good to speak with you. Thank you. Yeah, so good to speak with you again as well, especially in this weird world that we're living in now. How are you guys doing? I know, right? We're doing really, really well. My university, Concordia University Ann Arbor, is just really doing great. It's a pivot during the pandemic for sure. My students are doing great. My entrepreneurs are doing great. And yeah, we're learning. We're growing. It's it's great because it's a time of innovation. But also, you know, not being tone deaf and dismissing what we know is there's a lot of suffering, there's a lot of pain, you know, a lot of death going on. So we're weathering that. But thank you for asking. Thank you so much. Yeah. What's life look like at Concordia right now? (laughs) It looks just like this. This is where (laughs) it does. So, yeah, no, we're doing great. In fact, just had a meeting with my faculty and our team this morning across the pond and talking about some best practices. We're Zooming with our students. We're teaching online. We're learning new ways to connect with them, to really help them manage their minds and to connect with our colleagues. So it definitely looks different, but I always think about what could be the opportunities, like what are the innovations higher ed needs to do? And you know, I teach graduate leadership students in our one year masters in leadership. And this is so timely because I have a cohort starting like in a couple weeks and we're gonna be able to talk so much about leadership and mindset and the locus mindset that you know we've talked about before and how we can really grow because we will come out of this, but how we show up now is going to determine how we come out of it. And that's true of business people, investors, managers, everyone. I love it. And I think it's a really exciting time, even though we have a lot of tragedy, like you said, going on. There's a lot of people that are hurting, but it's also a time for, like you said, opportunities. It's the opportunity for people that are thinking about it and are ready to really hunker down and refine their business, refine their processes, take advantage of the Zoom and the digital and be ready for the next step of business, which is gonna be more and more digital, which it was the future anyway. This is almost like it's forcing people to start taking advantage of the future. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, Sean, you're 100%, you're right on, you're spot on. You know, AI, um, online, you know, competency-based, all of this was happening anyway. So this doesn't change it, it just accelerates it. And sometimes for academics, and I can say this because I am one, but I'm also a business person, we tend to move slower. And so sometimes having a situation where we don't have the luxury of dragging our feet and analysis paralysis is actually very effective because we can jump in, pivot, adjust. We're never gonna get it perfect, but we're learning. And, you know, I was talking to one of my entrepreneurs yesterday, and this is what's so amazing is, you know, when they, and I don't say, I don't want to say when they work with me, but when they work with our leadership framework, and when they work with Locust Mindset and coming through our leadership program, and they just have a different take, she's starting a home health care agency. And one of the things you have to do is have a business address in order to start this, or you have to have a dedicated room in your house or your apartment. And she's like, well, it's just me. She's a single mom with her daughter. And and I said, well, how might you make this work? And she's like, well, 
I can move our both into one room and I can make my room the office. And I said, yes. So notice the difference rather than say, well, coronavirus means I can't get an office. I can't get a residence. I can't start my company. The question became, how can I make this work? And that's the success story. That's the mindset we have to have during this time is how do I make this work? How do I not panic and come into fear, right? Because everybody's like panicking like it was the recession. How do I stay in the opportunity and the abundance? Because you can have scarcity and abundance at the same time. I agree with you 100%. And I've got a lot of clients and friends that are business owners. And I was having this same similar conversation just the other day with a friend of mine. And he, his business was, you know, struggling really tough because it's a mainly in person business. But and I could hear, you know, he was hurting and it was tough because he's you know, put his life. It's his life's work. And he's put a ton of emotion and time and effort into it. And I told him, look, this is the time for you to shine. This is the time for you to take your message and now you can spread it to not just your local community, but the entire country. Something that was sitting there in front of you this entire time that you weren't taking advantage of, but now you can. And so that's what you have to do. And I could hear by the end of the call and it was just a friend call. And at the end of it, he's like, man, thank you. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm, I, I want to go do this. And yeah, you know, that goes right to what you do, right? The locust mindset. Yeah. And, you know, because we have more control than we think. So what happens sometimes is we shift and go, OK, I can't do events. OK, I can't do live classes. OK, I can't do this. Forget about that. What can you do? You have more people paying attention online than ever before. Look, most people, 20 percent show up for webinars that they register for. Now you've got 40 percent. Why? Because people are paying attention. So now you've got businesses that can go, "Ooh, how do I recession proof and virus proof my company or my industry? And so you've got gyms teaching online classes. You've got self-defense classes that are like, how could I teach certain things online? Maybe not everything. It's not going to be permanent. But how could I operate and connect? How could I really give for free? Another thing is a lot of times companies, um, and I, do, I talk to entrepreneurs about this a lot, they don't want to give things for free. They're like, but I could charge for that. And I thought, yeah, sure. Some things you'll have to because it takes longer to get the result. It wouldn't make sense to give somebody a six-month program and have them on their own. But for things you can give them that they can apply right away, do that at a low cost. Do that at something that you can share with them. You know, as I always tell people, like I've got so many freebies on my website, locustmindset.com. I've got so many, they can listen to interviews, they can get a free masterclass because I want people to be in that mindset, consuming that content, you know, before they decide, let's go deeper and work with me on a deeper level. But that's so important for companies. So now you can think, how do I have a global reach? How can I take advantage of this online market? And that's great. Yeah, I love that approach. It's something that I do in my own business. It's about value. Like, here's the value of what I can do. Here's how I can help you. And here's the low hanging fruit. This is the stuff that you can probably figure out on your own, but we already have a pathway here. So just follow this pathway. And then for, like you said, the deeper level stuff, that's where the next step comes in. So I love that framework. And you know, I, I always enjoy talking with you. <laughs> I get energized. I know I, you can feel the energy too. So this is always a fun time. So what else is going on? You mentioned you're doing a program called Thrive. Yes, I'm glad you asked. So so one of the programs we, that I have on my, it's, a, it's kind of like a course on my website. I developed from research that I did over the last year. Could not be more timely. You know, it's so funny how you come through a, a project or you come through a new business venture and then something like this happens and you're like, wow, this is so cool. So as part of my scholarship, as part of my research, I wanted to test a tool that I've developed 
to help people strengthen their internal locus of control. And Sean, for those listening that might say, what is locus of control? Although I talk about it so much, I think everybody associates me with that. They'll see me, they're like, locus. And I'm like, I don't even know you. But what I, what <laughs> it is, in 1954, Dr. Julian Rotter, a psychologist said, look, you know, I've got this theory called locus of control. And people either have an internal locus, a more internal, because it's a continuum, or a more external. And if you have an external locus, according to Dr. Rotter, he said, you know, you tend to see the world and things that happen to you as being the result of chance and fate and circumstance and powerful others. You don't really believe that the results you get in your life are as a direct proportion to the things you put in, to your choices, to your decisions. And if you have an internal locus, then you believe that the results you get in your life are because of what you do, because of your mindset, because of your choices, your behaviors, your decisions. So as I started to research and look into this over the last 10 years, I thought, you know, I don't think we're walking around with external locuses, right? People or loci, whatever the plural is. People might think that. I have a feeling that there's more going on, that things feel out of our control, even though they are. So my, my, my proposal, my theory was, I believe I can work with people and strengthen their internal locus of control so they have better results in their life. Because the research and data, and that's another freebie on my website, I, I talk about six ways your locus of control controls your life, is that if you have a strong internal locus, you just have better wealth, better relationships, better finances, better health, better outcomes. Who doesn't want that? So what I did is I did a focus group, 15 incredible people, and we did the Thrive Framework, and Thrive is an acronym, and we did that for three weeks. And they took, a, they took a survey before and after, and we saw results. We did it against a P of 0.1, which for a qualitative focus group is a, is a pretty good measurement. And we did see statistically significant results with that alpha. So now I'm gonna do a larger study. But the program I put together, it's available on my site now because I really wanna get people to go there and to take advantage of it because it's so transformational. Um, it's locusmindset.com slash thrive. And Sean, it's funny, I joke, I say, look, I'm a lawyer, I cannot guarantee any result. I can't say it's gonna do anything for you. I can't say it's gonna do nothing for you. I have to give that disclaimer because people get crazy and they sue people for results. But if you wanna see some results, if you go to my website, you'll see some people who in their own words shared what it meant to them and, and the change they got. And these are leaders, these are high performers, these are people that said, look, I wanna have a, I wanna lead, I wanna grow my business, but I also need to have a life. I don't wanna sacrifice my family, my relationships, my health. And this is a way that people can empower themselves to do both. And so for those that are out there that don't understand the academic language you were using about the study, <laughs> know, right? basically what you were saying is that people had great results. They really loved it. It did make an impact in their lives, right? In this study, yes. And that is another thing I have to say. In this study, we did see results. And I'm very excited about that. And then just the qualitative, like I connected with these people and everyone to different extents. But yeah, they, they were really impressed. So you know, I wanted to test it because that academic person, that lawyer in me is like, I want to make sure what I'm giving not only works, but I can back it up. But it's really the combination of neuroscience informed, evidence-backed, clinical research and study into six pieces that I put together and said, if you do these things every day, it takes about five minutes a day, you will begin to see change. And again, I can't guarantee any change. I can't say for sure, but I can tell you the results we've gotten with people have been pretty, you know, I can't say they'll be your results, but they've been pretty significant. And they're very empowering. I use it every day. I've been using it for years. And, you know, it's just something that really helps us in our lives. And what does THRIVE stand for? You said it's an acronym? Yes, an acronym. It's an acronym for six propulsion systems of the mind, of, of how the mind learns. Uh, T stands for timing. H stands for handwriting. R stands for repetition. And then the IVE stands for imagination. 
visualization, and emotion. And I walk you through in a series of videos and there's workbooks. So, I mean, basically it's step-by-step. I basically start and say, look, when I develop this, this is everything step-by-step. I give it all. And then I give you some research, uh, interviews with neuroscientists, psychologists, brain researchers, cognitive psychologists, therapists, business people that have used systems very similar or can attest to why it works. So you have that evidence. And then all over my website on the research and resources tab is tons of research and scholarly articles that that back it up. But that's what it stands for. And then the course walks you through how to formulate that framework in your life. It's personal to everybody. And then you begin to do it. And then I even offer, I think I give a free 30 minute time. If you want to connect with me after to ask any questions about what you learned, you can do that. But people can just buy it and, and learn it right away. And I also use components of it in our leadership program at Concordia. I work with our organizational leadership students in communication and negotiation. And some of the same principles we use when we're approaching negotiation and communication. And I have heard students say to me, oh my gosh, this improved my marriage. This improved my relationship with my kids. This improved my relationship with my mother-in-law. I don't know why that's always a big relationship issue, but that is. And so (laughs) it was really great to hear that because I thought that's the point of why we do education. It's the whole person. Yeah, so everybody can learn and you can get a, a holistic way of approaching life. And for the people that want to learn more about this program, is it just for business owners or who else could it be for? Yeah, it's a great question. I will tell you this. I developed it specifically for business leadership mind people because they want results quickly and they don't want to spend 40 minutes meditating and then 20 minutes doing yoga, which is all wonderful. But these are people that are like, look, I don't have a lot of time. I want something that gets changed fast because things are falling apart in my life. So I have used it. I mean, people that have used it have been like professional counselors, school psychologists, educators, um, healthcare professionals, first responders. So no, it really would be for people that really want, it's more of a characteristic. But the reason I start with the business leader niche is those are the people that really are like, I want a solution. I don't want to spend, as I did, nine years in talk therapy, kind of circling the target. I want to get in, figure out where's the issues, why am I repeating Groundhog Day in certain areas of life, and how do I move forward, and what's the best science approach to that? And that's the research that I pulled. I was like, look, we've got to get deep and figure out how does how does the brain operate so we can begin to get change, so people can feel more control. No, I love that. I'm glad you mentioned Groundhog Day because this is a funny aside. I saw a great meme the other day. It was Bill Murray that said, "Well, welcome to quarantine day again." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, every day just people are saying, is it Tuesday? Is it Wednesday? Is it? Even- I don't know. <laughs> it's quarantine day. anymore. I mean, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. But it's been a, you know, it's been an interesting experience. And I know that this event for me has taken my business and me as a person to the next level of being successful and having more education because it's forced me to just buckle down and learn as much as possible to utilize this time. And I'm still working with clients virtually and taking things to a whole nother level as far as the business goes. But, you know, personally too, spending so much time with my wife because she's working at home and my son. And so it's just been a really great experience on that part of it outside of the, you know, tragedy that's going on around us, but we're making the best of this situation. And I just love to see other people that are doing that same thing right now. I love that, Sean. That is the right mindset and the right outlook. And you know, every 10 years or so, maybe even shorter, it doesn't always have to be 10, but I was thinking about this, like we had, you know, 9-11, then we had the recession and now this, so give or take nine to 10 years. There seems like there's some global problem. 
And so rather than look at this like, oh, I was doing great and going along the path and then coronavirus hit and look what happened. And again, I'm not speaking about the health crisis and the people that are suffering. I'm talking about the financial impact of business. There will be businesses that will close. I get that. There will be things that have to change, jobs lost. Now it's like, what opportunities are coming out of this? I just saw this company that started in New York and New Jersey called Invisible Hands. These college students, these young, smart college students that weren't working or college graduates, they were really in their first job or whatever. And they're like, what can we do to help deliver food? And oh, I saw that one. Yeah, yeah. that one's really cool. Yeah. I observed my list. And um, I thought, you know, they are starting this new business that's not only going to thrive, speaking of thrive, during coronavirus, but beyond. So there will be new opportunities. It's like the universe. God has just said, step up, people. We have a new world I need you to lead. So I always tell my students, instead of focusing on the breakdown, it's you can tell yourself the same story as the breakthrough, which is, okay, I don't have to play my sport anymore, but now I can focus more on my grades. And I might be able to do something different. I might be able to serve and help people and see what companies now need me and what what you know service I can be of, uh, to others. So there's always opportunity in the crisis, but you have to look there. Now you develop that mindset in the next 10 years or whenever the next thing hits, you'll be right there to shift. You'll be like, oh, I got this. I know how to virus proof and recession proof my industry, right? I know that now is not the time to be pulling stuff out of 401ks or investments because like the market's on sale pretty much right now. And to hold tight and to do what you can to get through and maybe shift our lifestyle. Look, it's been great. Like, you know, um, when my husband goes to the store, there's not like 45 salad dressings to choose from or 20 brands of ketchup. We're lucky if there's a bottle of ketchup. And there's something about that that while it can feel restrictive, feels simple. Um, I don't impulse buy as much because going to TJ Maxx on the way back from work isn't really in my in my day. So there is something to be said for this regroup that we are doing and this refocus. And I think it's very valuable. So. I think it's valuable, too. And I, I find it interesting because everything does happen in cycles. Right. And that it goes back to the olden days of farming. When you, you go back into those olden days, you, it was supposed to be six years you'd farm a piece of land. And then in the seventh year, you would let that land rest and you would farm another piece of land and you would continue that cycle. So there's always supposed to be the seventh year of rest. And, you know, the way these crises have happened, they always typically happen every six to eight years. We had a reprieve after the last one where we had the, the longest, you know, bull run in history before this one. But the point is, the, we're supposed to rest. We're supposed to take that time to reconnect with our family, reconnect with ourselves. And then that allows us to come back even stronger when we re-engage with the world again. Yeah. And, and it goes back to that, that comment. And I'm sure many people have said it. I don't know who said it, but it didn't come from me. I just love it. Things don't happen to you. They happen for you. So if you really believe something can be happening for you, then you can shift out of it and look at, okay, wow, what can I gain from this? And, you know, immediately I started listing all the things like saving on gas, saving on this. Oh, car insurance is giving a refund. And it is scary. We don't know the future of higher ed. Every time you look at the Chronicle, it's doom and gloom, right? It's, oh, they're going to collapse. And so what does it do? It, it makes us look and go, how do we serve? Because if, if we're collapsing, then we're not serving our market. You know this from business, right? So it's exciting to me because now we get to ask different questions with a different level of urgency. And in any business, that's important. So, you know, for people that are in the financial area, this is a great example, too, why some of the stuff you do, Sean, like selling people life insurance, ways that they can create multiple streams of income. Because there will be times 
when you will want fixed income things. Like I know one person that they invested and now once they hit a certain age, they're going to get like X amount every year, which is great. They're still going to work and invest, but they said, you know what, just in case something like this happens, we want to build that safety net to be safe and sound. So now's a great time to engage your, your expertise in the conversation and say, hey, if this happens in nine years, how can I build something in the next nine years that could give me a stream so that that way I don't get into the breakdown and I can stay in service. Imagine if in 10 years something different happens and income goes down, but somebody has a, a plan, an annuity, where they're getting a fixed amount. Now they can start invisible hands. Now they can go out and serve in the, in the community. They don't have to worry about taking care of their, their basic needs. They've actually built that system. So to me, that's a huge opportunity for what you do and for people to engage your, your ability and say, look, help me set my life up so it's virus proof, so it's recession proof, so it's whatever is coming down the pipeline proof. I love that you brought that up because that is obviously my field and my passion and I love it. And one of the ways I explain it to people is it's like a tree. You have a root system with a tree and then you have the tree and the branches and the leaves that are above ground, right? Well, if a tornado comes along or a hurricane or any type of storm of life, anything that's above ground can be affected by that storm. But that root system that's underneath, that is not going to be affected. And it's going to be there to be able to rebuild that tree. The problem that I see is that most people don't have a strong root system. And that's where those products and different strategies like you were talking about come in to help strengthen that root system. Yeah. So thanks for bringing that up. No, you're welcome. Because if your brain is in survival mode, like how am I going to put food on the table, pay my rent, do all of that, which I get is a real concern. I'm not, I'm not blaming anybody for that mode. I'm just saying, guys, you have an opportunity now to work and develop. And even if it's a little bit, like you're not saying, oh, you have to spend all this money to create an annuity. But even if you spend the next couple of years building that up, once you can take away that survival fear, then your brain shifts to how can I serve? And you might build the next billion dollar company. You might build the next Amazon. Who knows what invisible hands will become? But if your brain is in that survival mode, it's never going to be able to do that. So that's where you really help people come out of that. Plus, if you stay in that survival mode too long, I also teach programs using heart math tools. I'm a certified trainer in heart math. And we look at what happens, the science of the heart and why people have heart disease and breakdown and contributing factors because of prolonged stress, prolonged fear, prolonged like anxiety, right? And there's so much that we can do to, to help with that. So um, yeah, so anyway, that's exactly right. You can set your life up in a way that it doesn't mean you're gonna stop this, but locus of control, you can definitely influence your, your ability to thrive in any market. Well, yeah, and I love the locus of control because it's about being able to control the things that you can control, right? And where that goes, and I hope that everybody that listens to this and everybody, whether you listen to me or somebody else, you get this. We are in what's called the great pause right now. I heard this the other day. It's not the great recession or anything like that. This is the great pause. This is the time like we've been talking about to reconnect with everything around you. And I really hope that our economy and our culture of debt and credit cards and all kinds of loans and leverage, I hope that this changes. I hope that everybody understands why this needs to change with all the corporate bailouts that have happened since 2008 to now during the coronavirus you think that they would have learned <laughs> and the airlines are a perfect example all the stock buybacks everything that they've done and then all the people that don't have the savings and everything that they need to survive a time like this now that's okay we're gonna make it through but you have to change for the future 
and you have a locus of control. If you don't have one, you need to get one. And that's what somebody like Susie's gonna help you with. But you have to save, you have to build up for the future. And this is your opportunity to change and to become better so that you aren't affected. I mean, if you think back, what was it a hundred years ago? Not even like our my great grandparents, even my grandparents had cellars, right? Where they had a little storage of food. It was like, hey, don't go to the store. Like, hey, just run down the cellar and get get the sugar. Run down here and get that. Oh, go go ask the neighbor this. Oh, they probably have it in their cellar if we don't. People used to store stuff. We don't do that anymore. It's like, oh, we got to go to the grocery store. And now people are suffering because of it. We get the runs to Costco, et cetera. So I love what you're doing because I hope that people take the time to get that locus of control, take control of the things you can control and make sure that you're building up so that the next time something happens, because it will, we don't know what it is, but it will, that you're ready for it. Yeah, and I always think about, and I love that you said that because building up and making sure that you're safe and sound so you can serve. In fact, I see safe, sound, and service in a sense uh, is different than hoarding, right? Because like we're not saying to people and, and you know go and buy 20 of these or all this. That mentality of hoarding creates scarcity mindset. And when we're right. in that protection, what you're saying is, which I love, hey, actually, use this as a time, like a stress test, okay? If you look at your life and you say, okay, where did this expose some holes? And I noticed it exposed some for me in my leadership. The first week that we went into remote work, okay, first of all, I, I was doing great. Like, I love this mode. I'm very efficient. I didn't like having to commute. I don't commute that far, but still, it was like, you're commuting, so I'm listening to Audible books. But now, I don't have as much time to do that because I'm not commuting. And so, I'm doing all this, but I was noticing that when I would get emails or meetings on my calendar, it really dialed me up. So, I had to reset my baseline a bit using a lot of the tools that I know, both from Thrive and then the HeartMath tools that I work with people on. And when you actually do that, I, I want to assure everybody, this is not willpower. This is not discipline, mind over matter. I'm not going to tell you all the things that you're so sick of hearing that you're like, you know what, I know this, I learned it in leadership development, but it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And I've got it on my blog, I'll be updating it, five reasons why most leadership programs don't work. I will actually help you work with the part of your system that feels the anxiety, that feels the overwhelm, so we vent it out and move forward. Because those tools will only work if they work with the actual reaction. It's not mind over matter. Many times it's matter over mind. So I'm just sharing that so people know why this is effective. It's not going to just be another self-discipline. you got to make yourself do it program. It really does work because it gets in at the root of where the issues are to really produce change. But what I love about what you're talking about is once we once we can establish a baseline then we don't even get into the trigger you go okay what's coming down okay yeah this is this is what we have to do so use it as a dashboard indicator and for me i was like oh i've got to watch when these things happen how do i use those tools in that moment so no one's perfect i'm not perfect at all i, I all the time have to re, you know relearn things and deepen them but this gives you that time to audit your life your finances your health habits. I hear a lot of people say, oh, the COVID-19 pounds, you know, whatever. And I'm thinking, okay, so now you have time to actually plan things. How do we work with your system so that you're not running to the fridge every time you're, you're scared or anxious? So we're learning all of our hot buttons. Use it as an opportunity to identify what you want to change. And then the perfect thing is you can actually use the Thrive course to then build that change into your life. That's what's so cool is it really does take a snapshot of your life there's things that are working really well, keep them. Then there are things you might say, yeah, boy, I've been working on this for years. I just can't seem to get over that next hurdle or get turn that corner. Or, well, every time I try this, something happens. That's where we focus the attention and we say, okay, we're going to move forward, but we're going to do it differently than you've done it before. So it works. So use Love the it. time to identify the gaps and then fill the gaps so that you will be even more unstoppable on the other side. 
<laughs> right. We're not telling people to build bunkers. <laughs> We're telling them just to be self-sufficient. I mean, that's how we used to be as a nation as a whole. It was a culture, came from the Great Depression, and that generation brought it forward. And it's something that we have to get back to because that's what built the wealth of our country. Oh, and it, it I, did. I just love to see it. And I know that this is the time where it can start to come back again. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the other thing I think about is higher ed. We're seeing an uptick in our in our graduate leadership program and leads and applications and enrolls, because what happens in an economy that's uncertain is absolutely OK to invest in yourself. In fact, they just did a financial analysis of even loan debt, because everyone's like, oh, I don't know if I want to do loan debt. I'm like, work with Sean. He'll help you get the money to, you know, to get your program. But why is education when you finish such a good investment? Because it actually changes who you are and how you show up so that you get those positions that are in charge of actually creating the systems for AI and everything else. Because a lot of the jobs that we have aren't gonna be here in the future. But if you get a degree, if you get a leadership master's, let's say, because that's where we're seeing people gravitate, and they learn how to lead through change and challenge and negotiate and operate and manage from a really honed in generalist specific area, then you don't have to be so worried where the future goes because you'll be able to go with it. So that's what we're seeing now during this time. And I would encourage people, now might be a great time to invest in an online program, especially if you can get out in one or two years, because you're gonna go into a different economy where you're gonna have to have different skills. And if you think about it, let's say the programs, whatever it is, whatever it costs, that's like a year of your job, why not? That could like totally mean your raise, that could totally mean a new opportunity, versus like two or three years out of the workforce doing odd jobs, not really making progress. So there's there's a toss up. You're always gonna have the need for skilled trade, but we're gonna need a different type of leader in the future than we have now. I love it. So I wanna wrap this up. Thank you very much for coming on the show today. I always love having these conversations because you know it gets me energized. I know it does for you. And I hope for the people that are listening that you really take this to heart and that you do take advantage of the time that you have with your family and the time that you have to spend on yourself. So Susie, is there anything that I missed? No, Sean, you hit everything on. Thank you so much for the time. And I really hope this helps people. And, you know, just there's different sides of humanity that we see. I know that people can always point to the down, ugly sides, but there's so much I see where people are really coming together. And that's that's the vision I have in the future. So thank you so much. Right. It's kind of like a game of I spy, right? What you're looking for, you're going to find. <laughs> yeah, what you focus on is where your energy goes. So it's just as easy to focus on the breakdown as it is the breakthrough. And the breakthrough is going to be there in the future. And I always tell my students, there's going to be more millionaire entrepreneurs made now and after this crisis because of the way people think. And I think specifically about the ones I'm working with that ask, how might I succeed? How might I make this work? And that's just a great way to think. Well, let's end it there because that was a great finish. And if people want to learn more about you, they're going to have links in the show notes. But can you tell them a little bit about where they can go? Yeah, you can go to my website, locus, L-O-C-U-S, mindset.com, locus, like locus of control. And you can check out any of my free resources and research. And I have a free class on there and tons of stuff. And, you know, if you're interested as well in connecting with me at Concordia at our Masters of Leadership, um, you can reach out to me same way on the Locus uh, website, but I'll let you know how to get in touch with us for our Masters of Leadership program. I teach in that program, so I'm I'm very biased. I think it's fabulous, um, but that's also an investment to make in your future. It's fully accredited. In fact, it just got rated, I think, in the top 100 graduate programs on U.S. News and World Report, which is really, really positive. So we're very excited. But yeah, you can definitely connect with me at Locus Mindset. If you want to learn more about the Thrive program, you can um, get it on there. 
Great. Thanks, Susie. This is Sean Sparkman, your host of the Safe and Sound podcast. As always, we're bringing you uplifting people from all across the country, from different industries to make sure that you're able to build that safe and sound lifestyle. And thank you for listening and please stay safe and healthy out there. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.